Welcome back to your Haunted Holiday. This is Lisa. And this is Lindsay. And Lindsay, we have one that we have been to today. This is in Savannah, Georgia. And Savannah, Georgia, Lindsay, is just, you know, it's an epic haunted city. It's my favorite. I mean, it really is. I mean, it's not too far from where I am in Atlanta. So it's nice to take like a quick weekend getaway because it's just beautiful, great food, lots of haunted places. And speaking of great food, this place has great food. This is actually a haunted restaurant that we are going to talk about today. And it has just a ton of history. This is your haunted holiday at the Pirate House in Savannah, Georgia. Originally, the land where the Pirate House is today was founded in 1733, shortly after the city of Savannah was founded by Oglethorpe. And in his planning, because he meticulously planned out the different courtyards and stuff like that, he set aside a plot of land, about 10 acres, that he created into a trusty garden, which was essentially like an agricultural experiment because he wanted to determine, you know, what will this land grow? What can we, you know, make here and really be able to profit from? Or, you know, can we get all these fine fruits and and that kind of thing? It actually was not very successful. The The dirt there in Savannah did not grow a lot of stuff. And in fact, the only thing that this garden actually successfully grew was cotton, which Georgia is known for, as well as peaches thrived. Well, there you go. <laughs> yeah, and they say this is actually like the first place in Georgia where cotton and peaches were first grown. And this is where they determined okay, our land can grow these these types of plants. Right, and that, I mean, that's funny because it led to, like, peach tree everything. You know, there's, like, a joke here in Atlanta, like, every street is peach tree street. Which, which peach tree street do you want me to go to? So there you go. It comes from Oglethorpe in Savannah. Yep, it sure does. And in 1734, there was a house built on this land as well, and it's called the Herb House. And really what this was meant for was for the gardener who was running this garden to be able to live and stay there. And they actually say this is, to this day, the oldest standing structure in all of Georgia. It's pretty cool. And it's still, like, you can go and eat your lunch or dinner in the house. Yeah, and actually, last time we were there, we stayed, we were in the herb house is where right. we were eating our lunch. So very neat, oldest place in the entire state. And eventually, like I said, the garden failed. They were like, well, we're not really getting much out of this. Let's go ahead and make it kind of a residential area. It's only a block away from the riverfront. And so they actually built in 1753 this inn and tavern that was intended for sailors to come in and drink their rum and that kind of thing. 
Now, of course, it started getting some seedy characters into the area because not only were they getting sailors, but they were getting pirates and all kinds of types of people were coming in to drink or stay the night in this tavern. And they say, I mean, I don't really have any record of murders that actually happened on the property, but it is so old and people were getting drunk and there was a lot of fights that occurred. They say there was murders, people getting sick and dying in the tavern itself. Now, the other thing that's really, really interesting about the pirate house is under the city of Savannah in general, they say there's about eight miles worth of tunnels that have actually been all closed up today. And those tunnels tend to lead to the riverfront. Well, when they were doing renovations of this property, they found these tunnels. And they say what these tunnels were used for was one, like a rum cellar. People would actually bring in rum, from the sea, from the ships, and they would roll the barrels down the tunnel directly to the rum cellar of this inn and tavern. But the other thing, a little bit more nefarious that this was used for, is they would actually get people wasted, basically, in the tavern, and then they would lead them down the tunnel to their ship, where they call it like Shanghai, where they would put them on the ship and force them to be a sailor, essentially, on their different runs um, to China. And so this happened to a lot of people, I guess, specifically at this pirate house location where, you know, they would just wake up on this ship and they have no choice. It's either you work or you get thrown overboard. So it's kind of a life or death situation. One of the more famous stories is from a local police officer stopped in to get a drink. He woke up several hours later on a ship already at sea. He ended up escaping eventually, but it took him two years to get back. Right. I remember we heard that story when we were there last time. And essentially, it's, I mean, it's kidnapping. It's, it's, it's so crazy. You know, they would just it's free labor let's kidnap this person and take advantage of the fact that they were there having a drink yep and the pirate house is definitely a place where this took place to unsuspecting people now the other thing that the pirate house is really known for is the book treasure island they believe that that book was really based on some of the visits by the author Robert Louis Stevenson. He was inspired by his stay at the pirate house. He ran into pirates and this concocted this very famous book, Treasure Island. The main character itself is supposed to be kind of like this fearsome pirate who found all this gold and buried his treasure. And they say that he actually in the book died in savannah in a tavern from basically drinking himself to death and his name is captain flint but it is a fictional character they often wonder like did he run into somebody like this or hear a story back in the day of somebody like this they don't really know right right but who knows right it, it could have been inspired by someone who he met exactly now, after World War II, it kind of fell off. It was in disarray. You know, the building was 
dilapidated and it was actually set to be demolished. Now, there was a woman who came along who did not want the property demolished and she worked with a group of women to preserve this inn and tavern and make it very much like it was today, restore it to be what it was like originally in the 1700s. And eventually it opened as a tea room in 1953 and eventually kind of moved into the restaurant and bar that we know today as the Pirate House. You know what's really cool about part of the saving of that building um, that we heard about was that it was actually, so one woman in particular who saved it, but she actually worked with a group of women who, who really tried to salvage as many historical buildings from being demolished in the city as possible. And so they have kind of their names out there as being, you know, these women that truly saved a lot of historical places. And I just think that's that's fantastic. It's kind of a cool piece of history of the Pirate House. And Savannah would not have been the same as it is today without them. Because right. the, that's one of the things that is so beautiful about the city is the old architecture, the old houses. And they really made a lot of these historical sites that I just think is the best part about Savannah. This is Lisa, and are you ready to embark on the adventure of a lifetime? You've heard me delve into the world of haunted travel, exploring eerie locations, and uncovering spine-chilling tales. And now I'm thrilled to announce the launch of something very special to me, which is my own travel agency, brought to you by Your Haunted Holiday. As our listeners know, I'm not just passionate about haunted travel, I live and breathe it. From researching the most haunted destinations to planning unforgettable journeys, I'm here to make your travel dreams a reality. Whether you're seeking the thrill of a haunted location or craving a getaway to somewhere a little less spine tingling, I've got you covered. And here's the best part, my services are absolutely free. Let me put my travel skills to good use by helping you plan the perfect escape. Simply visit yourhauntedholiday.com and click on the Travel Agency by Lisa link at the top of the page in the menu. So where will your next adventure take you? Let's make it a journey you'll never forget. Contact Your Haunted Holiday Travel Agency today and let's start planning. Your adventure awaits. The pirate house being so old, of course, is haunted, right? And when I talk about the pirate house, I am talking about the old original inn and tavern that is considered the pirate house. But attached to that is also the herb house, which is the oldest standing structure in all of Georgia. And they are essentially combined into one building but you can definitely see the difference right Mm -hmm. you see the old inn and tavern and then you walk through a doorway and then you're suddenly in this very old home where the gardener from the trusty garden would have lived in and remember that one's from 1734 and then the inn and tavern is from 1753 so i mean these places are almost 300 years old they are centuries 
whole. Mm -hmm. So we know there must have been death of some, to some degree, right? Oh, no. absolutely. Yes. And so some of the things that you want to look for when you go there to eat are footsteps. A lot of people will hear what sounds like almost like heavy boots of sailors on the ground. So you're going to want to listen for footsteps. You're also going to want to look for, they say, orbs and then mist that will just kind of like appear in front of your face. There are objects that move on their own, including like silverware, but a lot of times drinks. And they say as well, like you might sit down and have a drink and maybe you get up for a minute, you come back and your drink is gone. And I mean, that could be maybe a server coming and picking up your drink, but they're saying these are full drinks. So I don't know why a server would grab a full drink. They think this could have been like the pirates and the sailors who want their own drink. And so they're almost doing what they would have done back in the day. Right. Well, who can blame them? Hey, if I was in the afterlife, serve them up. <laughs> if, I'm, if I'm at the pirate house in the afterlife, well, I, I guess that would be my, my destiny. <laughs> yes, absolutely. Now, the other thing you should do when you go here is you should take actual pictures of the building itself. A lot of people say that when they take pictures of the building, there will be images of like an apparition actually looking out the window at them. So make sure that you take a lot of photographs. In this building, it is really known for apparitions. That is the big thing. So there's a lot of like your typical ghost stuff that we just talked about. But there are apparitions of all shapes and sizes here. There are shadow figures, but there's also sailors, pirates, businessmen apparitions that we don't necessarily know who these people are. They're just kind of assuming this must have been somebody who passed through here at some point and maybe they passed away, you know, from a fight or a murder or something like that that happened over the years. But there is a lot of apparitions and they are seen throughout just the dining room. Like people will be there eating their sandwich and turn around and see some pirate walking through the restaurant that would be a great experience i feel like it wouldn't even be that terrifying you know because you're around other people you know you're sitting there eating a meal and then oh it's a ghost that's the way to see it yep i think it would be really cool one of the things that they are most known for is this sensation of being watched this happens mostly to people that work there when maybe they're closing up for the night or in a room by themselves, but it can technically happen to anybody. But they will be doing something and all of a sudden they will just get this distinct feeling of somebody is watching me. They will turn around and there is a sailor that stares at them dead in the eyes and then will just gradually disappear. Mm -mm. that's very creepy it is very creepy so but that's one of the biggest claims of this location the other thing that you want to look for so when you do go into this restaurant those old tunnels you can actually see them they are like open they have them kind of like gated off so you can't go down into the tunnels but you can look down into them it's actually it's really neat that you can see those but they say that sometimes you will hear 
voices coming from within the tunnels, moaning coming out from those tunnels, which is really creepy. And before they were closed up, people would go down there and they would see apparitions of spirits essentially like walking people through like drunk essentially like basically doing that whole shanghai thing where they're trying to lead them to their ship they will actually see apparitions doing that so it's like reliving a very much like repetition of what actually occurred right that's so interesting the so the moaning like let's hope it's a ghost and it's not like a person down there stuck i don't think it's a person you know that's where i go to first right person and then let's rule that out but um yeah i mean i remember hearing the stories about you know you see like the apparitions walking through the tunnels leading someone to their ship to take them away essentially for free labor yep Now, the other ghost that you're going to want to look for, they say, is a very fearsome, scary pirate that people see here. They don't know who this pirate is, but a lot of people claim that it is Captain Flint, which is an interesting claim because that is the character from Treasure Island who is a fictional character, okay? So how we're seeing Captain Flint, I'm really unclear. Some of the reasons they think they might be seeing this character is potentially the author of the book, because he did go to the pirate house and was inspired by it, is maybe he saw somebody that he based this character on. Somebody kind of scary and like tough guy pirate that for whatever reason is now haunting this location or it could have nothing to do with captain flint it could just be a pirate that is kind of scary looking and haunting the location i think i'm I'm voting on that one i think that's the more likely reality Okay, so the Pirate House is a restaurant, and I was actually inspired to do this episode because we were talking to Jerry from Hillbilly Horror Stories the other day when they were doing an interview with us about our podcast. And Lindsay, you know Jerry Polly is a massive fried chicken fan. Like, he loves fried chicken. And the Pirate House has excellent fried chicken. So they have a lunch buffet with kind of their standard fried chicken on it. But they also have on the menu, it's almost like a honey crusted walnut fried chicken that's supposed to be award winning. I know somebody who went there as well and that's what they ordered. And they said it was the absolute best fried chicken they've ever had in their life. Oh my gosh. So we missed that. I don't... I wonder why we didn't order it. I guess because this was before COVID. And when we went last time, we, we got the lunch buffet, which has their regular fried chicken. I mean, it's, it's really good. Right? I, I even think the regular fried chicken is quite good for fried chicken. And the lunch buffet is served daily. I'm not sure if it is right now with the COVID situation. I probably would personally steer clear of a buffet. But I like the buffet a lot. It has, it's a very Southern restaurant. It's going to focus on Southern food at this place. So there's always fried chicken. I think there's fried fish on there. There's macaroni and cheese, mashed potatoes. And the lunch buffet is really good. It's, and it's $15.95. I mean, yeah, it's, 
it's a deal. And you, of course, get like biscuits with it at your table. Yes. You always get a biscuit like at almost every restaurant in Savannah. Yep. It It is pretty good. I like that lunch buffet. But I was looking on the menu, just kind of researching, and I saw that honey walnut fried chicken. It says that it is award-winning. And then they just have really good-looking food, honestly, other than the lunch buffet. Next time we go, we're going to have to get something other than that. We're going to have to get something else off the menu because they have she crab soup, fried green tomatoes, shrimp and grits. I mean, they have tons of delicious-looking things on this menu that I would love to try. I'm all about it. Yeah, I want to try that special fried chicken. Me too. Now, the other thing that's cool about this place, aside from the food, is they usually have what they call kind of their resident pirate. And this pirate is basically going to give you a tour of the place. So if you want to, after your meal, you just kind of grab the pirate and you say, hey, can I get a tour? They're going to give you a very thorough history of the location. They're going to talk about the tunnels, show you the tunnels, show you different areas of the place um and it's it was free except for they kind of expect a tip at the end right so that is that's kind of cool and we did that last time and i feel like i learned a lot it was totally worth getting the tour from the pirate and they they're in character too they're like fully dressed in the whole pirate thing right and i mean they had a lot of really good information that they provided it wasn't just like a a tour where that somebody clearly was uneducated. I mean, they had a ton of information that you'd be surprised about, about this one location. And like Lisa said, make sure to tip the pirate as well as your servers when you go. Absolutely. Now, the other thing I found, Lindsay, is, so I talked about the rum cellar and some of those tunnels under the place. The pirate house itself does not offer tours of that, does not let you go down there. However, There are third-party companies not associated with the Pirate House that must have partnered with them that do offer tours of the rum cellar. So basically what you would do in this tour is you would meet at the Pirate House, you would eat something delicious for dinner, the price of dinner is included in your fee for your ticket, and then you get a private tour of the rum cellar where you can go ghost hunting. Oh, that's amazing. I didn't realize you could go down there. And it's only like $35 and it includes your dinner. Totally worth it. Yeah. I would love to go down there and do some ghost hunting. Me too, because that is where a lot of the apparitions have been seen, but there's just not a lot of people going down there anymore mm-hmm. unless you go through this private tour company and then you can get access to that. All right. So definitely check out the Pirate House for lunch or dinner when you're in Savannah. Really good food. And then, of course, I mean, the history is just, you know, you can't beat that along with the potential for experiencing some sort of a haunting event, as well as make sure to just go out and Google. I think there's several different tour companies that will take you down to the cellar. So like Lisa mentioned, I think you can just Google it and find one of those companies. If you're really looking, like you can reach out to us at yourhauntedholiday.com and, and send us an email. Lisa will get you the name of one of those tour companies that she came across. We have a new review and I want to read this one. This was a four-star review. So of course, guys, if you're enjoying the show, please give us five stars. It makes a big difference for us. But I like this review because it gives us some real feedback. So this person likes the show, but not so much the background music. So I like I would like this po- podcast a whole lot more if they would lose the background music. It's distracting. The music pulls the focus from the story and the banter. So fair enough. But we get 
so much. This is a very mixed topic because we get a lot of compliments on the background music. And there's a few other folks that, that don't really appreciate the background music. So I'd be curious what you guys all think. If you have a strong opinion of it, please send us a note via email because I would really like to hear other people's thoughts because I love getting notes like that so we can kind of consider, you know, how do we want to alter the show a little bit to make it even better. And maybe that does mean getting rid of the background music, but if you really like it, email us. If you don't like it, email us. I'd like to know what your thoughts are on it. Yeah, absolutely. We're always trying to make sure our audio quality is is great and we want to make sure the show is as entertaining as possible for everybody. So if you do have a strong opinion, please send us an email and we'll read it and we'll take it into consideration. We, you know, I'm open to the feedback. So thank you for leaving that review. If you guys are enjoying the show, please make sure to leave us five-star review. It helps us get the attention of other listeners who might come across our show and be more willing to listen to it based on your positive comments. Also, please, like we said earlier, go to yourhauntedholiday.com, hit contact us, send us an email, whether it be your opinion about the background music or a ghost story, a recommendation, any of that stuff. We love getting it. Also, find us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and YouTube. You guys have a great week. Thanks for listening. Stay safe and healthy, everybody.